Waterloo. That's a song from ABBA. But you're listening to No Pointers, and we're your hosts, Gerald, Stephen, and Mark. And today we are going to talk because we are back from work. You've heard it in the last episode. And whenever you come back from work, you have this huge wall of email that you have to plow through. So we are going to give you all the tips. And Stephen is giving me the look, but we are still going to talk about it right after this intro. Before we come back from vacation to work, as Stephen has pointed out to me um, during the intro uh, that I sent something wrong, thank you so much for that. Um, first, we have to, you know, do our little news thing. And one of the big things that has happened is, of course, the Twitter font. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. Did you already notice that the um, uh, the smiley face, so the little double dots and the little bracket are not center aligned? That annoys the hell out of me um but yeah so that's one thing uh but i think you know a little bit more important is um that they made all the buttons like kind of inverted like you know if he if they showed the outline before now it's suddenly solid and i think there was a big outcry of people um there were some problems with the accessibility of that and changing that so um there was a, a lot of people unhappy about that um so i think they're going to look into how to make the next iteration a little bit better but actually what i wanted to talk about is much more um of a well it's not a disaster it's a good thing but mvvm light has been a framework forever by our good friend of the show laurent bouillon yes that's how you pronounce it um <laughs> which so, so we hope kind of well, it's, it's a french it's accent a i don't know yeah um people butcher my name so i get to butcher other people's <laughs> name that's how it works i think it was quite um, okay i think it was quite oh, okay. thank you thank you so but he has been maintaining that forever and ever of course you know together with the community um i don't know if it was invented for windows phone specifically but it was used for that i think extensively i think you could use it for xamarin you could use it for all kinds of things um but now you know um laurent has been working for microsoft for a long time um and you know it was time for the new generation to take over so we kind of like gifted the project to the windows community toolkit and they are now going to run with that and have their own little mvvm framework have you ever used mvvm Lite? yes i have and i know it's actually older than windows phone because you could use it for wpf which i think predates windows phone hmm. anyhow i i i've used it in quite a few projects and i remember when i was starting out with xaml i i was on board with the windows 8 thing i was a bit late to xaml and i Use MVVM lights in all my applications, and then later on when I went to Xamarin, I also used a lot of MVVM light. So yeah, I, I really like the work that Laurent put into it. And though I have since then moved on to mostly using Reactive UI in my uh, apps for MVVM tooling help, uh, it still was a bit sad to see that it's that it's now gone. But it's like a phoenix in the ashes because it lives on in the Windows application toolkit. I hope I did not butcher that name of that toolkit. It's harsh times, harsh times. Xamarin is going away, MVV Lite, MVVM Lite yeah, is going away, all the, all the names, all the... Winter is coming. Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, Steven, did you ever use it? I don't think so. I, I did not, I did not. I've, I've obviously, I know of Laurent and I've seen him speak at conferences, but I have not used it. I'm so sorry. 
Actually, he's he's kind of your neighbor, right, Mark? He is, yeah, he's yeah, he just lives down the road. I mean, that's yeah. literally what you can say about everyone in Switzerland. They just live down the road. Exactly. It's me. Yeah. It's like me and Steven. It's like, you know, you can throw a stone, you would, <laughs> you would hit him. Yeah, but maybe, maybe. I don't know if he would like Ow. me then after then, but yeah. <laughs> Stop throwing stones, Joe. Sorry, Steven. Uh, all right, all right. So with that out of the way, let's talk about, maybe we should do it a little bit broader than just email, but you know, we all know the feeling. We come back from vacation to work, you sit at your desk, you take that first or third cup of coffee, um, and you have that, you open your Outlook and boom, there's 3,000 3, emails, I don't know, uh, depending on how big your company might be. Um, and you have to plow through them or you know maybe you just have this principle of you just um, control a delete everything and you start over it whenever it's important they will read back out to you um, so let's talk a little bit about that yet another productivity show because i don't know are we struggling with the productivity that much because we we've done a couple of these things now like you know um get a get a handle on things staying productive maybe uh, no, Maybe. We, we, of course, we do not struggle with productivity oh, in sorry. Gerald. Of course oh. not. We are super no. productive. It just, yes. it just was we came back from our vacation. Since we seem to be super important people, we had 10 scajillion emails in our inbox. Should I should I pretend that I actually had vacation? Because I, I didn't go yet, so I don't <laughs> know anything about this problem for this year, at least. Okay. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Yeah. But Steve and I had a super nice, maybe it was just me. Maybe it was just me, but I had a nice maybe. time. Welcome to the Mark Show. He's going to yeah. tell you all about his email management. Yeah, but, uh, but, all right. So, but Gerald, you brought holiday. up uh, my holiday. But Gerald, you brought up a really interesting point there. Uh, deleting all your emails. I think that's called email bankruptcy. So you declare email bankruptcy, you just delete everything, and then you just hope that the important stuff will brought up again did you ever do something like that do you do you ever go full command a delete on everything i'm not i'm not bold enough i'm not bold enough to do that yeah, um, to be to, to be to be honest i well i i don't do it for like control a my whole inbox um i have done it for some other emails where i'm like you know i could i could respond to this but it's been three months now maybe it's not relevant anymore um but i know i know our you know Talking about productivity, our big example, uh, Mr. Scott Hanselman is definitely doing that um, or hmm. in, in some shape or form. And I know that because um, I, somewhere around last year, um, November, October, November, December, I was going to have a call with him. So I, you know, I gathered all my, all my courage, um, sent him an email, and uh, we were going to talk about something. And he said, yeah, okay, I think he was having some shoulder surgery or something like that. Um, and then, you know, came a tweet. So he announces it on Twitter. That's that's already very <laughs> nice of him. Like, hey, if you wanted something from me, you're going to have to bring it up again because I'm just going to throw it all out. And if it's important, then you're going to come back to me. If not, um, it's not going to happen. So then I lost my courage and I, I didn't follow up. So Aww. that's kind of like, Aww. yeah, it's it's, uh, it's so Scott, I know you're listening to the show. Uh, <laughs> please reach out. Um yeah, but so uh, there's there's definitely people. I I fantasize about it sometimes because it, it seems like a badass thing to do. Just control A, delete, and you have this. You walk away from the computer and it explodes, and you don't look back because that's how cool you are. Um, but I I never really done it. To be honest, I never really 
have a ton of email when I come back. Maybe because um, foolishly, I until now at least, I also uh, most of the time had my email on my phone. So I would still, you know, scan through the emails and delete it as they would come in and they weren't relevant to me or just send a quick reply. But um, I don't know, Mark, you, you have seemed to have the most recent experience with this. So how, what was your plan of attack? How did you do it? Well, I just, uh, I just dive in the deep end. So usually I, I try to make it a habit a few years back that I, as soon as I go on vacation, I will make sure that no company email gets into my inbox. I also leave the calendar on because if I have to plan anything during vacation, like arrange some dinner arrangement with friends or so, I then like to see if I got some work thing on that day. But otherwise, I, I try to deactivate everything. So when I get back to the office, my inbox will say, hello, Mark, uh, welcome back to the last couple of weeks or how or days, depending on how long you're on vacation. And usually there are, when you look at email, there is always like this, the email that you, you can sort it through. So one way that I actually like to sort through email is actually even on my phone, because on the phone, you got like this way how you can just swipe through email. So you can go like delete, 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 spam, 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 spam. And on the desktop, you always have to, it's, it's a bit more work to do it with the mouse, in my opinion. So, so that's one thing, but I, I always think it's like kind of interesting because when you look at email, there is some email that you have to respond to. And then there is just some FYI email, like, hey, you got put in CC in about 20,000 emails. So you just, you were in the loop, even though you were on vacation. So people can tell you, hey, but, you know, I put you in CC in that email, so you should have been informed. Why didn't you know this? Why aren't you all knowing? So, yeah, um, there, there are different strategies, I think, how you can go through them. Stephen, have you got any favorite strategies in how to slice and dice and sort your email? Any slice tips for dice. me? Well, I've, I have not ever done the control A delete method, um, at least not when coming back from holiday. Um, but the, the, the most, well, my most used trick, or so to say, is at least to make some folders for all the automated crap i want to say um so reminders of timesheet systems or github or whatever kind of thing that's automated gets a folder and that is just that's right click mark as red or just throw it away um depending on the mood i suppose i i don't know if if it's really important just remind me because this automation mail is going to get lost anyway even if i'm not on holiday um but yeah other than that i i must admit i don't think i'm important enough to get a lot of emails so like i could take three weeks off and then actual emails is like 10 maybe so it's it never really maybe the the organizations where i've worked email wasn't that big of a cultural thing because I, I don't really i just don't really have that problem yet oh no one i'm sorry no one no one wants to email me so if you do feel free to drop me an email because i'm lonely Stephen and Alpine point is io you heard it here first yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope that works i don't know <laughs> i don't know where that's gonna go yeah <laughs> then it's not gonna work um yeah so for the the automated things definitely like you know i remember i might have I mentioned it in an earlier episode where 
I just joined Exam Informs team and I was already, you know, uh, contributing to that before I joined Microsoft. So, and I, I'm, I'm still doing that for, from my um, private GitHub account, right? Because that's where it kind of blurs all together with which account you use or what. Um, so I still use my private account, which is, which is fine, which is allowed. Uh, but that also meant that all the notifications that I suddenly signed up for, because now I wasn't just getting pinged for the issues and the PRs that I actually authored, um, but suddenly I was getting pinged for all the issues and all the PRs and all the things that were going on for Xamarin Forms because, you know, I got write access. Um, so I would wake up the first couple of days with, you know, overnight uh, 100, 150 emails or something. I don't know. Um so I very quickly found out how to sort out your email with GitHub. And it turns out you can, per repo and, and whatnot, you can set up which email to send it to. Uh, so I would at least send it to my Microsoft address. But, you know, that would still be 100 emails each day. Um, so, you know, then I would refine that even more. And GitHub actually, I must say, has a pretty good system where they work with, like, um, a, a certain recipient for whenever there is... Um, a, a comment or for when you're the author or for whatnot. And at least all these kind of smart things that you can use to um, create really fine-grained filters in, in your email. So that's really cool. Um, now with GitHub Codespaces, I'm using um, Azure DevOps more. Um, well, I have been. We, we kind of switched also to, to GitHub. Um, which makes more sense if you're working with GitHub Codespaces. Um, but, you know, so it's, it's kind of a mix. And also there you get a lot of noise, basically, with all the Azure DevOps emails that are coming in. Um, so, yeah, all that kind of noise kind of gets filtered out. And again, if we look at what Scott Hanselman has shared with his, like, you know, his ways of organizing this stuff, um, I think he also has this folder of like where I'm on CC and where I'm actually on the two line. Um, so kind of like what you said, Mark, like, hey, if I'm, I'm on the two line, then um, I kind of assume that it's important to me whenever I'm on um, on the CC, then, um, you know, it, it it's just like, hey, FYI, this might be important for you. Um, and he would just scroll through that from time to time. Um, but the two line is something that you, you want to, you know, keep close to zero uh, that you want to follow up on. Uh, so maybe that's just, you know, the thing um, that you want to um, stay up to date uh, most of the time. Then whenever you go on vacation, then um, you you might not have that massive pile of shemil um, <laughs> that you can uh, uh, then look at. Um but yeah, I think, and that's just email, right? So, but we do have other things. Um, I don't know how about you, uh, but there's also a variety of chat tools that you might do or wikis or, and that's also kind of like what I did with like my GitHub stuff. Like, you know, the notifications are nice for the really important stuff where people are really mentioning you maybe, or um, I don't know, but, you know, for GitHub, I would just know what the stuff is that I'm working on. Um, and also you would just go to the the issues page basically and scroll over what's new. Um, so that's kind of how I do it. Uh, but what other tools do we have that can have massive amounts of new messages of things that you need to manage? One interesting thing that you brought up, I think we already did once a show on bots a while back ago. So, mm. But uh, what I would, the communication tool of choice at my company is Microsoft Teams. Uh, I know some companies they like to do Slack. There are also others like Mattermost or I don't know the Discords. And so a lot of a lot of times when we do like uh, pull requests or we have certain actions, 
Uh, we have bots in Teams that will then inform you on a project channel. Hey, something new has happened. Hey, check this out. And you also get an email in parallel. So I think it's like for some people, they prefer to have the Teams channel because I can set up notifications on a channel. So, hey, whenever something happens, this is like a, an interesting channel for me. Uh, for example, whenever a support ticket is being opened by a customer, uh, I'll then get a notification on Teams. And I can still say, and I can still leave my email notifications turned off because I I hate getting email notifications on my phone. Uh, it's usually just too much noise and not enough signal going on there. So these are like ways how I really like to work. Again, when I'm on vacation, I usually turn off the notifications on my Teams messagings for for them because I know that if something really important is happening, uh, people they tend to find out your phone number and they'll just call you that something's burning and they really, really need you. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's how I like to do this this more interactive thing. Um, there are some bots that you can do really cool stuff with. Uh, I'm not using them right now, but I remember working teams where you could uh, send commands off to these bots so they would then again do certain actions. Uh, you might even be able to do that with email. I don't know. Maybe you could reply to an email and have a bot at the other end telling you uh, it's time to... Uh, do something or it's time to kick off that release build something like that well that's interesting and i don't know to what regard this actually is a tool that anyone can use but i think there is at least some some cortana thing that i can send an email to that will help me set up um, uh, like a meeting so it will go out I, I have to say like hey these are the people i want to invite i need 30 minutes um i can i think you could do it in natural language so it uses kind of like the uh, bot stuff, natural language processing that is in Azure. Um, and it will find a time slot for all the people involved that should work, um, which is pretty cool. Um, I also get sometimes emails or overviews, or I don't know where this lives, if it's in Outlook or it's a, some other service that tells you like, hey, you got this email and it looks like there's a question in there that you might want to follow up on. Um, so I, I get kind of these, these kind of summaries that is really cool. But actually, you know, I think the whole email as a concept is maybe kind of busted because you know i think everyone is struggling with this and it's this big pile of spam uh notifications that are not really relevant to you so either you know the people need to go on a course how to email properly like you know you have that fun kind of saying like well that's that's actually a meeting that should have been an email so then you get even more email so that might not be the right <laughs> reference here um but you know so you get also a lot of emails i think that might not be relevant to you it's more like oh it's 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 maybe it's too easy to just add someone to an email thread like hey oh oh i see some buzzwords here that that gerald is connected to maybe i should add him and then suddenly you're in this thread that goes on and on and on which is maybe not even actually relevant to you um so I, I don't know i don't know uh but the, the the whole chat kind of bots thing is um kind of interesting and i think coming back to like you know the control a delete all the things um i think a lot especially in like the, the software development world sure it's useful to know to have some background story or knowledge or whatever but people will catch you up if you don't know about it so you just say at the moment where they're talking about like hey I've heard this, I hear this for the first time, so please catch up. And for the other stuff, you know, it's it's also transient. It's all, I mean, everything goes so fast. Development goes very fast. You are replaceable. I'm sorry to tell you this like this, but you are what? replaceable. How dare so, you? 
yes, it's true. Um, things will move on without you. So, you know, should you really care what happened in the time that you were not there? Most of the time, people are seeking input on things that are happening then and there. Um, and you're not there. So, you know, that's who true. cares? Wise words. Wise words right there. No, I think I think that's true. I mean, uh, I, I, I once uh, made a mental note, like after a short vacation, I usually end up having more emails than after a long vacation because... When you're on a long vacation, people get the out of office auto reply and they will see, oh my God, this person is only coming back in X amount of days, weeks. And then, I mean, we're all Europeans. Sorry if anybody's listening from the States where you only get a couple of days off. So <laughs> after a couple of weeks, that person will be back in the office. So you will just give up on that person for this task and then ask someone else. And so a lot of the initial questions, they will get solved in different channels or different ways. And, uh, when it then when you then come back out of your vacation you usually got way fewer emails that you then still have to uh, really attend to if you're on a short vacation it's usually just your email inbox just piles up and you then have to answer even more emails because people noticed oh you'll be back the next week on tuesday and we got now friday so that's okay that's okay i can wait and uh yeah so just a little thing that I once noticed, but you, you brought up uh, bots and automation. So I've, I've noticed that for quite some time, at least in Outlook, you have like this focused and other uh, inbox splitting going on where a artificial intelligence will pre-sort your incoming messages and then uh, you, you should actually have to respond to less, I guess, because it will know who's your boss and then that will always be on high priority. And if it's just, uh, I don't know, your niece's friend, you you know that you can ignore that message safely. Uh, I don't know. This, this thing never really seems to work out for me because whenever I'm in my inbox and I see that I got 20 unread messages and I don't see any in my main, I then always automatically click into other and then clean that up. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. Maybe it just isn't working for me. I, I've been wondering, does, does this feature work for anyone of you two? <laughs> It's it's kind of similar to, at least I feel kind of similar about it, to things like Twitter telling me instead of latest feed, here's things that might interest you feed. And 99% of it is just plain rubbish I don't want to see because I follow specific people because I want to see what they have to say in the order that they say it. So this all this kind of automated, curated content, I, I typically... If I can disable it, I do. It's definitely not my cup of tea. But that's your own fault because you're feeding it with data. So then you're yeah. doing it wrong. Well. <laughs> mm. It's just like old man shouting at cloud thing mm -hmm, that we mm -hmm. are just experiencing. I suppose. And yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That's just like the tools that I just mentioned a little bit earlier as well. Like, you know, in theory, it's nice. But for some reason, I'm not really using it. Um, it, it always gets it just just a little wrong um so you know it's just not great um and also like coming back to a little bit like maybe to you know preemptively clean your inbox to um, um not get into a state where it's actually you have to declare the email bankruptcy so we already <laughs> talked about like the filters and the rules and the automation so is there anything there that you um, I think we already shared a little bit, like the, the the automated things that are coming in. We filter those out. But do you do the 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 thing that Hanselman does, like uh, from the the two line and and on the CC, or maybe um, 
God forbid the the Jira Jira is it? I, I still Jira, don't know how Jira. to pronounce that. Jira Jira, Jira. 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 Yeah. Tickets. Um, I mean, maybe you should then consider going to another company altogether if they're using that. But you know, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm unbiased opinion here. Yeah, yeah, very very unbiased. <laughs> but you know, um, maybe that's something that you can think about while you're on vacation. Yeah, maybe it is. I I personally don't have a lot of that set up. I I did in the past have something set up where it, if it's a year old or something, it gets archived away into somewhere, some kind mm -hmm. of file backup kind of thing and clean it from the inbox. But that was like way before we worked in the cloud. So I'm speaking ancient speak again. Um, <laughs> but pre-cloud, what is that? Yeah. What are they? OST files, PST files. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> I don't want to remember, perhaps. But yeah, I, I don't have a lot of rules except for the automation ones. Um, the two and CC it sounds sounds like something you could do if you do get a lot of emails. But like I said, I'm I'm not that popular. It's very easy um, to set up. Maybe I should just do it and see and yeah, see how it goes. See how it Maybe works. Just, yeah. But actually, actually talking about this, I I just remembered, and also about the AI curated thing in in Outlook, you also already have kind of like the focused and and the rest tab, right? I don't know what the, yeah. the rest is called. Yeah, focused and not um, so focused. which which doesn't work. I don't know how it is for you. It doesn't work. There is a handful of emails that goes into the not focused. The rest is all focused. I'm like, no, it's not. But you know, okay. Um, according to my own words, I'm feeding it with the wrong data here, so it's my own yes. fault. But, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, before so any of you is going to, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but so that that also doesn't work. So that's kind of kind of weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I, set up to two NCC. I'm gonna do it. I don't do the two NCC rules, um, but since a lot of this automation, automatical thing that should be happening somehow always falls short for myself. Uh, I set up a few rules uh, on my on my business email account. On my private email account, I, I don't do anything of this. Uh, most of it is uh, junk. Some of them are very cool newsletters, like the Xamarin newsletter, the weekly one that I always like to read out. Shout out to Kim. Thank you very much for creating that thing. Uh, so there are some links in there that I will then uh, use uh, and then... Uh, but that's private. So for company, I, I have some rules in there and Outlook can be pretty smart with what you can do. So you can filter. Uh, so one thing that I do is uh, whenever I get an email from uh, a company or from certain kind of customers, I then sort them all into a special kind of inbox so I can batch read those things. So I what I, what I really like to do with emails if I'm not getting back from vacation because that usually doesn't work then is uh, batching my email time. So I'll pick a few time slots during the day where I'll just plow through emails and respond uh, and uh, try to be as responsive as I can uh, while being productive as a developer or a whatever I just have to do at that day. And having those email rules really helps me because it means I, I can sometimes when I'm bored, I can have a quick look into my inbox and I know that all the uh, shouting emails are being put in place where then have a block to answer the shouting emails demanding my attention. Uh, otherwise, I, I just know myself, I get super quickly distracted. So if I'm on a task and I and I read someone uh, asking for a question or, hey, could you please just quickly uh, do these five-step changes that I need by tomorrow, I'll then have to do them right away. Or my brain is already uh, calculating 
how these steps could be best processed um, than done. And that's not very helpful for getting the tasks done that are at hand. So that's that's one thing that I do. And another one that I uh, really like to use is actually when someone out of my company writes a certain uh, email moniker, it will also end up in the same inboxes. So even if there's site chatter going on where I'm CC'd or also in the two line, it will also fall into those uh, folders. One victim, I must honestly say, I don't use uh, Jira at work, but we use Confluence for uh, <gasps> documenting stuff. Oh my God, I know. I thought we were friends, Mark. Yeah, um, you know, uh, going on. <laughs> so <laughs> so, but, um, so I, somehow I managed to set up from G- Jira sending me a ton of emails that I will never be able to read all. So I usually collect all my Jira email in one folder that I then just delete from time to time, usually because it's just so much and it piles up so quickly that I lose all oversight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so thinking back, I think you already mentioned, Mark, to manage your email more quickly. You have kind of like this Tinder setup where you swipe left or right according to <laughs> what you want to do with it. I, I never I never thought of it as Tinder setup, but maybe, yes, that, maybe that you have it. another app idea right here yeah. um, that we are going to hmm. work on right now. So you can swipe right if you want to see it more or swipe left if you never want to see it again. And that's this is this is this is the problem the, the the solution to this problem right here. Could be, could be. To um, yeah. There's there's no no, but... no way that someone could misunderstand this. No <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I mean, no one is on there, but we all know how it works somehow. Yeah. So you know, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you mentioned like the the, the it's it's kind of easier um, to to swipe left and right um, for the email. And what is kind of cool. I have my MacBook in clamshell mode now most of the time. Um, but whenever you use the trackpad, you can still do the swipe actions. And that's a lot easier than, you know, checking all the boxes and, and deleting it like that. Um, so that is, you know, podcast. yeah. Oh, <laughs> so much pro tips. Uh, but I think there was like other kind of tools that were attempted. Like, I think it's actually an outlook right now um, that you can kind of like remind me tomorrow or, Mm-hmm. Um, um, postpone or whatever they call it. Have you tried to use that? Is that something that you use? That's just such a cool feature. Uh, I've I've been using it a lot recently. So whenever I get emails that I know that I should respond to, but I might still get like one or two days until I really have to do my final response, I will then uh, push them forward. So I will then get a reminder in my email inbox that this uh, email now really should get my attention. And yeah, I, I really like it. Uh, I even use this feature actually on some private stuff, to be honest, like when I uh, get some, I don't know, uh, travel email document that I know I will need at the top of the queue at that day when I'm traveling, I'll just uh, postpone it until then. And then it ta-da, magically appears again on top. So yeah, I think that's a really cool feature. What about you, Steven? Did you already discover the magic of postponing emails? I did not. I did not. Hmm. Uh, emails, as out. I said, emails is just <laughs> um, I'm not that, that not that popular. But mm-hmm. where where I do, and this is branching off of emails just for a second, um, where I do find things that irk me, I guess, is in <laughs> Teams, because oh. you come back to Teams and you're for some reason you're in twenty thousand Teams that all have mm-hmm. twenty thousand channels. Um, where people are at the entire channeling constantly. So you have all these red dots and things happening. And especially if you've been gone for a few weeks, that, that 
Don't get me started it, on teams. <laughs> is there a get get a read all read all goodbye? That oh, that's right. even. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you have to really go through them all. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah uh, no, I I think there's a lot of talking about productivity, a lot of things that can still be improved in teams. Um, I don't know. I I even you know, even when I'm not on vacation, I find it hard to f- find the stuff that I actually you know yeah. is important in teams. Um, because besides the the red dots and the things that are calling your attention, also the threads are not in chronological order, so things yeah. move around and shift around. And oh man, well, they're they're in chronological order of the last reply. So there's... yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes there's that. Sometimes actually, I think you know the the the, the snoozing option. It's kind of funny because I I was gonna say that I did use it kind of extensively in Slack. Um, where you know you could also say like remind me about this message tomorrow next week whatever um and i use it quite often there in email i just checked in outlook you can do it um but i never use it maybe maybe together with my cc and two line thing i should use this as well um but yeah i've i've never really used it another thing that you could check out is delay sending of an email i don't know if you ever have done that so whenever you compose an email you can hit send and then there is a, I don't know, I'll just say 50-50 chance that the person on the other end is right there and respond in that instant second back to you. So you're back to square one where you then have to reply the person again. And uh, so w- one thing that you can do is postpone sending. So you can say, I will send out an email later. Or uh, if you are responding really late to an email, uh, you can also fake it so that you're not responding late to an email, but you're responding super early in the morning to that email. Or you can just, or if you know that a certain person uh, needs an information at a certain time, you can also make sure that it bumps up. Or when you see that a certain person is on vacation until day XYZ, you can make sure that your email gets sent the morning he returns into the office. So your email will be Right on top of the pile. So talking about your out-of-office message, they will now take that. They will see the date. They will send their message anyway. Set it to send it to you at the date that you get back, and you will you will not. So okay, okay. So you will on Monday you get back to the office early because you're like, okay, I'm super well rested. I'm relaxed. I'm coming back to vacation. I'm gonna start early. You think like, oh, my inbox is pretty quiet. Not that much has happened. Everything, everyone is so considerate nowadays. And then 9 a.m., boom, 200 yeah. emails because everyone did the delay sending. Okay. Well, that's, maybe that's maybe nice. that will be the future. Maybe that will be the, the future mm. of email. Uh, but you, you talking about that, it, it just popped in my mind earlier that, um, um, you know, that's also kind of, that is also definitely branching off just email. Um, but that's kind of the thing as well, right? Setting the expectation and things like, like you said, with the longer vacation, everyone, um, thinks like, well, it's going to be a while. Best not bother him with, with all of this. If it's shorter, then they're going to be like, ah, he's, he's going to be back soon. So this is relevant to him as well. Um, and that's kind of like the same thing with answering, um, to emails, maybe while you're on vacation or also instantly replying to emails or messages. Like if you do that and you're trying to be a nice person and be, be there for all the people, um, then there's at, if you do that often enough, then there's going to be this expectation like, Hey, if I go to Gerald then he's going to have this answer for me immediately. Right. So mm-hmm. then you're kind of painting yourself into a corner where you are the go-to person because you will have 
um, an instant response and, and they will all come to you and that results into even more messages and more emails. And, and I don't know, maybe Gerald, you have to just go into an area where there's no internet, no cell reception. I did that. I went to Cuba uh, where the internet is is not very widespread and or very expensive. And it was amazing. It was so nice. <laughs> it, was, no it was fantastic. Yeah, no emails, yeah. No, no, no nothing actually. Um, so at some point we decided to actually get, you know, we were there for, I don't know, three weeks or something. So at some point you're like, okay, maybe we should let people know that we are not kidnapped and we're still alive and um, things are going okay. Um, and then you suddenly have all these big numbers out on your screen, you know, all the red bubbles on iOS, like the, the things are happening. Everyone wants to talk to you. Um, <laughs> so then you quickly, you know, shut it off and go back to um, enjoying the weather there and the, the mojitos. mojitos. Um, but yeah, so I, I did that. I did that actually also in, in Argentina. And it's really, I, I, I personally, I find it very hard to do also just for the working stuff. Like you said, Mark, I'm constantly um, distracted by all the things. So I should, you know, try to make more of an effort to turn off all the notifications while I'm actually working anyway. Um, and on vacation and that kind of stuff, maybe even more. But um, that's a different episode all entirely. I think we might have already done that. Talking about all these new innovations, that kind of brings me back to Gmail, which I've been using um, a long, long time ago for to some extent, um, which has like all these, I don't know if they still do it that way, all these experimental features where if they would detect in your text that you're talking about an attachment and you were going to send it and there was no attachment, they were going to notify you. And I think there was at some point an experimental flag where you could, where you had to solve a little riddle before the email would send um, <laughs> so that you would not kind of drunk email um, other people or is something that a like thing, that. Drunk emailing. I mean, I, I get drunk texting, but drunk emailing is like, Maybe maybe that was at a time where texting was also limited to 160 characters and you were like, no, I have to really convince my ex to come back um, and I need more text and I'm going to send an okay. email. Okay. Um, could, could I don't know. Maybe it was that. But, you know, I don't know if they still do that, but they have, a, I think they were, you know, among the first providers at least to do the delay sending. And I think they also did the undo sending at some point that if you would send something and you immediately regretted it, you could also kind of undo it. Um, so is there other providers that kind of are into this productivity or stuff? I mean, there surely must be some email provider who has as a kind of spear point, like we are the email productivity provider. We solve all these things. We have a Tinder-like app for you to fix this. Well, uh, one company comes to mind. I mean, I think Gmail and Outlook, they're like the, the big ones, at least here in Switzerland. And uh the hey email made quite a splash when it came on board they said they would solve email they would do it now properly and i haven't been using uh hey mail myself some people they really like it some people they were a bit disappointed because i think the what you have what you will do what, what you end up doing is you have to white label the uh, recipients that send you an email otherwise they will not really uh, appear in your inbox and they also have got some filtering going on, how you can uh, yeah, read email more efficiently, stuff like that. So I think if you get uh, a lot of emails that you just have to read, it will batch them together, do some clever things around there. Uh, it's a paid service. Uh, we're not getting sponsored by them. But uh, I, th I thought it was interesting that today uh, email still seems to be such a hassle for so many people and that they 
at least try to bring some innovation to the space uh, and try to make it better. Yeah, I think that's the one that, that comes to mind. And I think all the other attempts that I've been seeing a lot recently was especially around the uh, Microsoft space, the Outlooks, and all the AIs that uh, have come in there, all the smart assistants that uh, remind me that uh, I have received a document three days ago, and if I want to follow up on it, and it was like, no, I've, I've already done that. Thank you very much, smart assistant. Though, though I, I'll be fair, uh, there was actually once when the smart assistant said, hey, you received this document. Uh, you might also want to check it out for this meeting. And I went like, yeah, I actually do want to reread that document for this meeting. So it's not all bad, but I think AI still has got some learning to do. There. Yeah, there kind of come back comes back to the, 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 the I, I said it kind of you know jokingly like you're feeding it with the data and that's also kind of what you said with the kind of allow listing um, or or how we're supposed to call it um, for the emails right and, and there I think we said something like that I can't remember what it exactly was um, there we have to put in all kinds of work to, you know, um, customize it. Mark, you said also like, yeah, I'm lazy too. I don't do that. What was it about in the, in the last episode? I can't recall. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. What wasn't it? Yeah, what wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's it's just had, I think, I think it you have to do a grass. lot of work. Oh, cutting the grass. Maybe that was it. Uh, that's also a lot of work. I, yeah. I done that this weekend. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, but you have to do a ton of work to actually, you know, get the inbox that you like, I guess. And then it's still, I think the results are still mad. That's why we don't do it. I mean, if the end result was going to be perfect, then sure. But um, yeah, I, I never really seen it work also with the, the smart assistants and all that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, um, with, with that all in mind, it's kind of a... Um, you know, not so positive note to end on um, with email. I'll, I think we're I'll add a positive oh, note. Oh, oh, yes, a positive note. The solution, and I've said it a few times this episode, just don't be important enough. <laughs> okay. And on that bombshell. I mean, you are important, Stephen, but you somehow on the outside. I evade. To, yeah. <laughs> you kind of like, I don't know limbo dance under the I don't know how you do it um, this analogy <laughs> doesn't really work but anyway that's a positive note let's end on this and that wraps up this episode on managing your emails and being productive with emails I don't know how we're going to name this but it's something like that we've been your hosts Gerald Schleis Stephen Davison and Mark Halliburton and I lost the audio on my headset but I'm just going to talk anyway let us know on nullpointers at IO nullpointers at IO this doesn't make any sense let us know on Twitter at nullpointers IO what your thoughts are on being productive with email how do you manage your inbox um, are you flabbergasted whenever you come back from vacation please let us know how to get rid of that uh, besides you know just doing control a and delete our dms are open so if you are you know want to do it a little bit more anonymous so that your boss doesn't find out that you're deleting his emails then that is a possibility too please don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app stay safe and until next week on no pointers <laughs>